0: want is an opportunity this is america ain't it who the fuck's stopping you this is bootlegging For each week we will discuss hbo's original series boardwalk empire grab a glass of your favorite libation and let's do a little chin wagging and welcome to bootlegging a boardwalk empire podcast uh this is your host colton and this is chris And today we are going to be talking about the sixth episode, I believe. Yes, they're starting to run together now. I know, right? Uh, Family Limitation. Uh, This episode was written by... Well, I'll go and start. It was directed by Tim Van Patten. He's directed the last... This is the third one in a row. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Keeping fluid with the directing style of it. Uh, It was written by Howard Quarter. I looked him up. Um, He's... He did the movie. I don't know if you remember it or not. Um, uh, oh, I can't even think of the name of it. Terrace, uh, uh, the Samuel L. Jackson yeah, movie. Yeah, I yeah. know.
1: Um, Evergreen Terrace. Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, I think
0: okay. that's it. Where he plays the cop. Yeah, yeah. Um, he or, did that movie. He wrote that. He's written okay. a couple of leather screenplays. He, I, inter, interesting thing. He wrote twenty four episodes of Boardwalk Empire, though. Wow. So I don't remember so how many. So that's like his
1: major credit. His major <laughs> his, credit his is these. I
0: think there's 56 episodes. So he essentially wrote almost half. Wow. So kind of cool.
1: Which is cool, especially considering this episode. I thought this was one of the uh, the better, more hard hitting episodes so far. Definitely a lot harder in, in the season. So uh, you know, it's it's cool that they kept him on for so many of the episodes.
0: One of the things I was reading about when this episode first came out, I think it was, it was either AV club or it was IGN on one of the sites that I was on. Um, It's interesting going back and seeing what they wrote about the show. then, And they said that this was the first, what they called hard R rated episode.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I was like, it really is. Like this
0: one's a really hard, like it's a very graphic dirt. It's a dirty episode. Yeah, It is.
1: (laughs) It is. It's, it's pretty crazy.
0: So episode uh, starts out, it's on the boardwalk, um, kind of seeing some people ride horses and stuff, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, which, um, you know, you, you see scenes of people riding horses down the beach uh, even now, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of funny to see that here in such a metropolitan area. Right,
0: in New uh, Jersey. At
1: least that's what you, you know... Thinking about it from our perspective, from our time period back then, it's kind of weird to see those horses galloping. But again, we've said it before; they kind of use the the panning shots of the boardwalk as a callback to the times. Right. Kind of puts you in the mindset that you know we're we're still back in the twenties. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly.
0: Um, we've got a um, I'm, I don't know what they're calling a. He's not an elderman, but he's like a I guess a courier for um, the city. That's what I would call him. Uh, collecting money, he's writing it off about how much he's supposed to be collecting from different restaurants. Right. And he gets uh, confronted by um, Punk some ass. little punk-ass kid <laughs> who,
1: who spits, spits in his face. Spits on him. Which, like, already this kid is just, like, talking shit to him, right to his face. He without fat. Yeah, like, like and then he spits in his face, like while i was watching this i was like this fucking little bit like <laughs> I, I wanted to slap this kid I'm like fuck you man right so he goes chasing after him because obviously you know he's pissed yeah he spit in his face and then went off running and um, then, uh right about now they go into slow motion and i don't know if anyone else like automatically thought but i i was automatically reminded like oh shit doyle he was talking to the Italians about right. this, and then what happened? That's exactly what's happening, right? Like this is the hit that Doyle told the Italian guys that there's going to be a, there's couriers all the time yeah. out on the boardwalk that are carrying tons of cash uh, from Nucky, and there you go. He, he gets well. And that's one of them. You yeah, see it, the guy that hits him. It's
0: one of. them. It's one of the, it's it's the brothers that's named uh, after del- a pope. Oh, I'm going to say it, <laughs> pronounce it wrong. The uh, Del uh, Delacia brothers. Yeah, I think something that's their like name. That. I um, couldn't tell
1: you. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> I know I'm I'm, so I'm not Italian. So many Italian <laughs> names. I'm horrible at, I'm very sorry. I'm horrible at pronouncing Italian names. I think it was I think it's pronounced Delascino, but I could be wrong on that. I had it written down in my notes. I just can't honestly find it. Um, but uh I think it's pronounced Delasio brothers, which they're actually based on a real gang. There was a real gang called the uh, La- La- Lazerio brothers, uh-huh. which was from Philadelphia in the 1920s, and the original founders were all named after saints. Oh, which well, is, there you go. Yeah, they're all named after popes. Yeah, or popes. I yeah, mean. that's
1: what that's what Doyle says. <laughs>
0: oh no 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 no. And I'm sorry. The, the Lazerios, not named after saints. they were named after popes. Oh, okay. They were named, It was uh, of the five original founders, three were popes or something, yeah. something like that. But so it is a real a real group. Huh. They just you know tweaked it around a little right. bit for the show.
1: But yeah, so he clotheslines the guy and obviously he gets robbed of all the Just, money, like tons of cash from from Nucky. So, you know, that that's going to be, yeah, that, you know, that's <laughs> going to be a big deal.
0: We see Nucky in the bedroom with Lucy. Uh, this is the I think this is the not the first time, but this is the most obvious we're seeing her she knows that something's up. She right. knows that her time is limited at right. this point. Right? That he's 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 in another world.
1: I was gonna say, Nucky's making it pretty obvious that he is not there in the moment, and he is not no. interested at all about what's going on with her, what she's talking about. And he's he's completely
0: out of the out of the situation. Right. And she's doing I don't everything I guess she possibly tr- can try to like get him where. Right. Like trying to be, I guess, kinky or freaky. Yeah, try to bring him
1: back into the moment and <laughs> it's get his not attention.
0: Working at and all, and she scratches
1: the shit out of his chest, and obviously, yeah, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big beefy Steve Buscemi chest. <laughs> <laughs> I just—that's all I honestly could take take of it this scene is that that,
1: that's yeah it's the it's the first glimpse you see of nucky losing interest in lucy and and you know lucy finally starting to notice that he maybe has interests elsewhere yeah so uh
0: margaret's talking to the leader of the temperance movement i look okay i swear i looked her up i actually did i looked up her name and I have completely forgotten it. I didn't put it in my notes. I'm and a horrible <laughs>
1: angry old lady.
0: <laughs> she's apparently she's okay. Yeah, she's in like everything, right? She's in. She's oh my god. I was like, oh, I'm gonna bring this up. I was like, I forgot she was this person. Oh, I forgot she was in this. The big name, honestly, that I remember you remember the Adams Family movie? Yeah. She was the one that oh, was dating she was cousin the, it. Yeah,
1: she's the yeah, she's the wife of the lawyer, their family lawyer. Yes,
0: that then and she ends up dating cousin, D- cousin it. it. You're right. Wow. So she was a good person <laughs> in that movie, <laughs> but I cannot remember her name for the life of me. But apparently, she also looks like the actress. So me and my wife were talking about. It. She also looks like that. actress that plays the head nun in Sister Act. Yeah. And professor McGonagall. Yes, and And we type in that name, and when you put in that name, and then you also put it with the other actress's name, it pulls her up. It, it's it's memes of how much they look like. No it. shit, you that's swear. awesome. <laughs> uh, her name Donna Donna Ivy. I had the uh, bootlegging Dana. I had the bootlegging crew. The research on it. department. Research department. <laughs> slide it over to me. Dana Ivy is her name. We finally have it. It's officially out. Go. We've done the research.
1: <laughs> have, I'm, I'm sticking with angry old lady. <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's her name to me.
0: So she's um talking to Margaret there. Uh, we get the name for the episode out of this. Uh, the family limit, uh, family limitation. It was a, I, I should have like done more pamphlet. research on. Yeah,
1: it, it, it was. A, and honestly, um, from the scene, uh, what caught me off guard the most was the fact that. Um, what what is what is the character's name? the The leader of the temperance movement. What is her name? Do you happen to know? I do.
0: I do not remember. Oh my god, I'm horrible in this. Well,
1: angry old lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was super Donna <laughs> Ivy. Yeah, <Dana>. I was. <laughs> Don, <laughs> if uh, d- if Dana Ivy ever listens to this, I am so sorry. <laughs>
0: Please come on. We're always looking for extra <laughs> yeah, guests. <come> on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are totally welcome to come on to the show and 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 harass us verbally for as long as you like but anyway i was really surprised th- the fact that her character is such a conservative you know super uh, uptight it seems like person and she is providing her member uh, of the temperance movement with this pamphlet of like you know, how to limit
0: your fa- I mean, it's how to, how to limit it. your family. It's yeah, some, uh, it's family uh, uh, limitation. I mean, that's not, I'm not going to say birth control. It's not a uh, planned parenthood. It's a form yeah, of planned is. parenthood. Right. Right. I, that's, what the, I, that's what I would call it. Right. right? Like a form of. So planned it's parenthood. really
1: kind of like uh, the beginnings of, uh, you know, I'm, that's what the temperance movement was, was the beginnings of the women's rights movement, the uh, feminist movement. It's, you know, giving. Giving power to women yeah. uh, in the country, so. But like I said, uh, this character being so conservative and you know very uptight, um, it, it caught me off guard a little bit that she was providing this kind of um, literature and and telling uh, Margaret that you have to do what you have to do, right? You know. It, it, it caught me off guard. Honestly, well, I thought I thought she was going to tell Margaret like you need to straighten up, but no, not at all. She was totally no, behind her and was totally trying to help her. You
0: don't just need to depend on a man. That's really right, what she's saying. Right, and it's it's a good, powerful message. Right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, from there, we go to um the big not rev- it's not a big reveal, but we see Lucky and um oh my gosh uh, uh Jillian yeah just. Go into town. Don't like, at it. What we were just talking about. <laughs> this episode is a hard R. And yeah. I don't know if you notice it. There is a for even for HBO, there's a lot of sex in this oh, episode. Yeah. Yep. I mean, from family the name, family limitation, right? right. It's about sex. You, right. you don't need to do any of that stuff unless you're having sex, right? Right. Then they're having sex. Nucky's been having sex. Right. There's a lot of sex in this uh this episode. And I was laughing about it. So like, well, and I'll bring it up here in a second. So they're talking. We find out, you know, this is like the first time Lucky's junk, his—I think she says—horse dick, yeah, <laughs> has
1: been working. Yeah, because I mean, he, you know, we we learned in I think episode two or three that the dude's got gonorrhea. A yeah, yeah, he's kind of—he's got something going on there, and he got a tube up. Let's okay, we'll uh, we'll skip yeah, we'll that. Skip that. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we find out Lucky, you know it's working for him uh right now and um so you kind of get the feeling that lucky has actual feelings for jillian which is you know again going back to when they first met and he starts like going after her you kind of get that feeling that it's like he he got caught off guard by somebody standing up to him and he really likes this girl now and it's this kind of solidifies that that lucky is but now
0: she catches him off of guard again.
1: Right, <laughs> right. So Lucky's totally into it, but then, um, of course, he gets a call from who else but his boss, <laughs> Rostein. Which okay, so I'm going to bring it up right
0: here. Another part that makes me laugh about this episode about how hard like R it is. You totally see his junk. Yeah yeah like you totally see it like i, I remember even th- i've watched this episode twice this week and then i've seen it i think two other times in my life every time i see it i'm always like oh crap this show i yeah, like yeah yep. it's weird like it's like okay they're really like pushing the, the, it in this. this was
1: like precursor for uh game, game of thrones, of thrones right? yeah now, now a it's floppy like, wiener. Oh, there's, yeah there's wieners <laughs> everywhere
0: so who cares <laughs> yep that's a floppy wiener. all right <laughs> so, so he gets a call from Rostin. now this is a weird call because okay, remember yeah. two episodes ago, I was telling you how does Rosty know that the one that Jimmy it was the one, right? Because right. remember when they're in the dentist's office, there's only a couple people there. I'm like, there has to be a leak, so- a right. leak Somewhere, right. right? And then in this one, he—it's not a this isn't a writing loophole or anything because he even says I have a crystal ball. Right? You're, you're banging his mom. Wait, what? Yeah. How does he? How he know, does like? And not even that, but like to
1: the to the time of the phone call, he's like, "I have a crystal ball. you're not wearing any pants right now like right Wh- what <laughs> like how
0: how do you even know what's happening right now, dude? I think he's got um fiber optic wires and he's got cameras <laughs> he's so he is so rich, he literally invented Bluetooth. he invented."
1: <laughs> he invented modern day security systems
0: <laughs> just for this one room only though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Rossi knows every single thing that Lucky's doing somehow. And um he finally does inform him that well, Lucky says to Rossi, like, "Well, I'm, I'm I'm with his wife right now." <laughs> and then Rossi's like, "That's not his wife, you idiot. That's his mother." Right. <laughs> and and uh, that obviously catches Luffy, Lucky off guard because he's like, uh, uh, "Wait, what now?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you know, I don't, I don't know what, um, what effect that's going to have on that relationship yet because uh, I don't think anything happens in this episode with that. No, but, but I think um, th-
0: it throws him off. I think it's more. I don't think he's. Disgusted or anything like that
1: No I don't think so either I
0: think it's more he's just like oh He's
1: shocked because he's not doing what he thought he was doing <laughs> Right
0: I think that's more what it is He's like oh never mind Yeah, like, yeah no I agree So from there we get to see That um, Nucky's having The visit with the. Um, yeah I don't remember the bat, I don't know the money collector Let's Yeah just say, the well, dude that is, got money mugged <laughs> And I mean, we don't get a lot out of you, other than he says what He says they have a what a Dago look or whatever. And yeah, like, what is that? But like he doesn't know what he means. but then like, did you notice like Nucky says Dago like two more times? <laughs> yeah, well, and and
1: that's the thing uh, that when me and Beth were watching this, she kind of pointed out that it was funny that he does mention, you know, I don't know, they, they had a Dago look to him. And Nucky kind of gives him this look, like, what the f- stop using that kind of language. like, and every time so far in the in this series, when, like, a racial slur has come up, Nucky has been disgusted by it. Right. Like, uh, with uh, Darkies or uh, Dago, or th- there's been so right, many... Right, right, uh, right, uh, I think there was, like, Slanty Eyes, right? Didn't they say that? It's, uh, that was... Uh, Doyle uh, said that. A, a Doyle yeah. said
0: <laughs> it. But Doyle's Doyle. So. Yeah, exactly. But
1: every single time, like, a racial slur comes up, Nucky is, like, disgusted and is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And... Uh, You know, that kind of lends a little bit to his character, I think. At least it has until this point when after this guy leaves, he
0: keeps using
1: the term Dago. That's
0: what I was going to say, but then he keeps saying it. And then whenever they... We'll we'll get to it in a little bit, but he says it several more times. Yeah. Because he obviously doesn't like Italians. Right. He does not like Italians. Well, and and
1: see, I thought maybe that was it, but maybe it's just because he got robbed so he's just super pissed right now. So he's just using the term that just came up. And he's just it like, "What?" Fucking... <laughs> I
0: think it's more, for this time period, the Irish and the... Because oh, they're yeah, Irish.
1: Yeah, that right? could be. Yeah. They're
0: Irish and they don't like Italians. Right. The Italians and the Irish are fighting over control of a lot of different stuff. Right. And then you also... I mean, and then when you work in politics, obviously, things like that. I don't... I honestly... I don't think he likes Italians. I it just don't be. I think he he has a thing against against him, right, just what I think, but I can see where you're coming from that he he didn't care until this moment, right, and that could be it too, yeah so. and,
1: and then of course, you know the only um the only Italian person that has been around uh Nucky in the past. What month or so has been lucky, so right? He kind of just makes the connection and assumes that maybe all Italians run together, or whatever, yeah. Like. Lucky knows something about this, so
0: and then we get to see Eddie come in. <laughs> it's kind of funny, like he's he's like he knocks like a girl or whatever. It's like what he says, like, <laughs> yeah. knock like a man,
1: knock like a man for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> he's just mad, <laughs> like that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Eddie. <laughs> so, we uh, from this, we get to find out that uh the governor – i was it, it was the mayor no the governor of oh my god uh it's one of the governors i think it's the governor of new jersey or the governor of I don't yeah it it, governor it's of new it's, York. it's the guy that uh
1: was there with the senator when he was trying to argue for his um oh for gosh, his infrastructure his bill name.
0: Anyways, he's a go- he is a go- he's a governor if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that's correct. Um, he's he's visiting because they're supposed to be doing like getting the money set up. Right? It's it's you know the old politic thing. You know, right. rub my shoulder, I'll take you out, We'll have a good time. Right? Okay, right. cool. I get I get this bid. And he's been staying in the hotel a couple days, and he's not happy with it. Right. We go. So f- they set up a meeting. Yeah, to meet later on. Right. In the night. So we go from there to seeing Jimmy. The very obvious—he doesn't care. I mean, the, like he's playing the <laughs> knife game. Um, we've all seen this from the movie Aliens. Um, and then, honestly, it's it, even military guys I know. Like, so we're friends with a lot of veterans. They really do play this game. Like a lot of people really. Honestly,
1: do. the first thing, and it, it's kind of funny. We talked about um, one of the writers having wrote an episode of Xena. That's yeah. the first thing that popped into my head, because in one of the episodes of Xena that I do remember, she's <laughs> playing this game, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Xena playing this game.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. See, I always take it back to um, Aliens when Bishop does it. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I can't, yeah, what is it called? Finger filet, I yeah, think yeah, is what he calls like that, it.
1: where you're stabbing between your fingers. Yeah. And, and um, I think uh, this scene particularly really, really shows that Jimmy has already just giving the fuck up, like he doesn't. Yeah, no, he shit. doesn't
0: care about his himself anymore.
1: And especially seeing as how he calls out Al Capone, which in the previous episode you kind of got a feeling that Jimmy was scared of Al's craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even just the previous episode, right? But the past couple of episodes, because I mean the dude is fucking nuts. But then he's sitting here playing this finger fillet, right? And Al walks up and's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Why don't you do it?" He
0: just doesn't care like you fucking do it then because Capone is the type there's there's different types of um, there's different types of psychopaths or whatever you want to call it out there. I'm not saying Jimmy's a psychopath or a sociopath or anything like that. Capone's a sociopath, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. He doesn't want to call it. He doesn't care if injury happens to anybody as long as it doesn't happen to him right Jimmy on the other hand is the type of person and I just I can't think of the name I mean he's a he's a risk taker I guess you could say Um, but he doesn't care if if he dies if he gets injured he doesn't care right he's he's already served he's already seen like we said he's seen some horrible things
1: he knows what it is to to be hurt and to be in that kind of situation so I, I think it's more that he just he already knows what's coming yes. so he doesn't have that fear right and Well, and so he, he, and he finally he just,
0: did have a little something to care about right and it right. got taken from and him. it got taken from so, him. so now he's just so like you know what is, yeah. whatever exactly i'm just gonna have some funsies yeah <laughs> and that's about it
1: <laughs> and i love that he keeps this fucking crazy military knife in his right, the, boots the skull so cracker. badass
0: so we get the uh <laughs> their boss comes in gran torino gran torino <laughs> Big boss gran. <laughs> okay, I did put this in my notes. Torrio is like the most like characteristic old man. Like he comes in, I got some crack molars. Like last episode <laughs> yeah. he's got I got this plantars <laughs> yeah. Like he's such a Classy like my old bunions are my hurting bunions, like, you know, this dude wakes up every morning and he's like... <coughs> he
1: has some kind of <laughs> affliction every day. And it's Cracks always different.
0: <laughs> Cracks his back. He's just like, ah, oh, my fingers, the jams. <laughs> I think it's going to rain today. <laughs> so we get to see him. He comes in and he does not like Capone. Yeah. Right? like Yeah, which, it's,
1: it's pretty obvious. Well, it's because, you know... In the last meeting with the um, uh, what the is his name the Irish yeah uh, Sheridan Sheridan In his last meeting with Sheridan he was trying Capone was trying to be this big shot badass trying to muscle his way into all of their Greek town affairs right and um, you know that obviously backfired in that you know uh, Torrio's main hooker (laughs) yeah got carved up so obviously Torrio's not happy with the way that Al operates no he does not like that at all because it it backfired pretty bad so
0: well no and he's like he even says he's like he's worried he doesn't want to go to war and stuff like that he's not a is not a. Fighter. He's trying
1: to keep balance. Yeah, yes. he he just wants to make money, and That's he knows it. there's enough money around for everybody, so he's just trying to make balance with everybody in the city and yeah. you know make money equally or whatever. But obviously, you know, Al has different ideas. He wants to take over full time. You know, everything. He wants to be the biggest. And right.
0: The best. We see that, and then like we it,
1: yeah we see Jimmy being a little bit more level headed about the situation.
0: Not even level headed. He knows how to talk to him. Yeah. Because notice how he yeah, says Johnny. Exactly. When Capone... Where I'm not sorry, not when Capone comes in. Capone says when when Johnny comes in, what does he say? Hey, Johnny, he's like, nothing can stop... Or you could yank him out yourself or whatever. Toriel right. J- looks at him and like, what the fuck? I wasn't what talking to Johnny? you. Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> like, when <laughs> he's like, wait, why are you saying that? No, I can't pull him out. Like, what are you talking about? That's going to hurt. Like, right. I- like, he looks at him weird like, why would you say that? Right. right. And then Capone's... He basically kicks Capone out, right? Right. And then Jimmy talks. I mean, Jimmy even says, Johnny, he says, he goes, what's all this Johnny talk? Yeah, what's this Johnny about? Like, you can tell he is a man that you, he doesn't demand respect, but he expects respect. He expects it, yep. And so he doesn't like, you're calling me by my first name. Right. And stuff like that. And Jimmy knows to switch that really quick. Right,
1: Mr. Torrio.
0: And it works, right? Right. Like, it works really fast. Right. He's on his good gracious and he listens to him. We so, get to see the man. Yeah, crunch? we we
1: switch scenes to uh, FBI, or I'm sorry, not FBI yet, but um, prohibition agent yeah, prohibition Michael Shannon. Agent Michael Shannon. And of course, he's still working out of the uh, fucking post office, which is the only federal building <laughs> it's, it's in, in the, the entire. Post
0: office, it's the storage room. Yeah. Says it, he's like, Sorry, sir. They use it for storage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's even like postmen like throwing shit in there.
0: <laughs> you know, this is the all top. the junk mail. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, the names are wrong. And, yeah. And of
1: course, this is, you know, this is the moment that his superior decides to come and do an inspection. And he even says, like, had you let me know, I'd have cleaned up. And he's like, that wouldn't have been a surprise inspection. (laughs) had i let you know so (laughs) so agent michael shannon unfortunately isn't in in some deep shit because his superiors are trying to you know find out what it is he's been doing because he's costing the money yeah exactly
0: he's costing the money and he's okay so and i actually have in my notes to talk about this a little bit so one you see he how creepy he's getting about margaret right because he was like says why'd you order her immigration yeah yeah
1: so yeah, he's been researching her whole background, which is
0: weird, weird right?
1: shit because who is this person even for you to be doing this much research? And he even
0: says like I'm being thorough. No, no that's, that's not that's just thorough. weird. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> but what he says, I like, like he even says in this, you know, he's like you give me the numbers and I can uh, support it essentially, right? Right. And coming from a law enforcement background, everything in like and i'll even be on like okay so you know i was a, a guard at one point a prison guard it's correctional officer but i right i was a prison guard that's the wording i say on it they were recently i don't know if you saw this in the news they were recently um there was a huge lawsuit and tdc's had to fire multiple people and then they had to yes uh, i
1: did see that yeah actually. they actually had
0: fired multiple people and they actually have caused like a major like issue because they were putting numbers on the amount of write-ups that guards would have to give to inmates. Yes. Yep. And when I was there, it wasn't every supervisor required it, but a lot of supervisors, why haven't you turned in write-ups? Because you have to show that you're doing work quote-unquote work if you can't show it, taxpayers don't want to pay it.
1: Yeah, you basically have to justify, you have your, to justify yeah, your, your time your and yeah, your job.
0: Which is what which I like that they're showing this because a lot of people are like, what are they talking about numbers? And I'm like, numbers is it's, all it's government. It's legitimate,
1: yeah. Because, I mean, if an agency is getting money, they have to justify why they're getting all Absolutely. this money. And so, yeah, that's basically Agent Michael Shannon has to justify, and his superior is telling him, like, you need to get me these numbers. Yeah,
0: like, what have you given me? You've yeah, given me you, one warehouse of yeah, booze, exactly. that's it? One, you've given yeah, me one.
1: I need numbers. He. Uh, you have to make numbers. Exactly.
0: So... It's true, and I'm not saying it's necessarily always wrong to have numbers, but it's the way that it's implemented. Yeah, uh, yep, exactly. It's, it is. It is. Unfortunately, that's that's the truth of yeah. it. Yeah. So we go from there to uh, the 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 first time really we're seeing the nu- first time. Yeah, we're seeing Nucky and Margaret. It's being a more
1: like a a a, a caring you know caring for each other kind of thing because you know in the last episode when we left off it was just like this raw emotional like
0: uh, yeah 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 yeah, like a a passionate yeah
1: passionate yeah exactly and and this is them kind of just cuddling (laughs)
0: really they're cuddling and it's also like the colors did you notice like yeah
1: it went softer like a a softer yeah exactly i
0: i it's a good scene it's a really good scene it's you're seeing a her making the little American joke, like the American accent, and stuff yeah, like that, He's like, yeah. no, don't. Yeah, don't do that. He says, "Oh, you like Irish? <laughs> you like Irish girls?" <laughs>
1: so I, I like it
0: because it's you get to see that they really are caring about each other, right? Right. Or so we think. I mean, we or so we think <laughs> we don't know, I guess. But it, for right now, it's nice to see this. But you're right. I, I didn't even think about it. But the
1: you know the coloring and everything about the scene, it's it's kind of a uh, a break in the middle of like we said this crazy r-rated horrible violence episode and it's uh it's really kind of um really a break in that in that tone
0: so we go from there um she's and and she even says she's i'm not even gonna switch scenes yet because she um she even says like she still wants to work because she doesn't want to be like a um i'm just living off of you and that's it right right?
1: she doesn't want to be Lucy. Basically. Right. no yeah exactly she doesn't want that
0: she's like no i'm still gonna go to work right and then she knows he's even with her so because she's she shows the, shows the mark shows the scratch and all that so she knows she's like i know that he's still yeah right and then um we get to see her i guess use modern time yeah birth
1: control yeah she uh she goes into the bathroom and and opens up the uh, pamphlet that she was given by her uh angry old lady yes, (laughs) the leader of the temperance movement um and uh yeah we we see that this is basically a pamphlet about well it's called family yeah limiting
0: yeah but before birth control air that you're using lysol
1: yeah a baggie of lysol with a two i just i kind of cringed a bit at well at first i didn't know what was what she was reading like, I had no idea what okay. was going on. And then I had to look it up. I was like, what the fuck is she looking oh, at? Oh, really? Yeah, I had to look it up.
0: Oh, I just knew from the, uh, the I can't think of the pouch name, but the big, the, the, um, the rubber, I don't know. Like I, I, I want to call it a douche, like a, a bladder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I knew from that what it kind of was. I was like, oh, okay, this is. I, I had no idea. For, I, I didn't know exactly. I was like, okay, maybe it's for like cleaning
1: and that's what I thought too. I was like,
0: "What the fuck?" Should
1: you, I mean, because I mean, us growing up in the times we've grown up in, Lysol is a fucking uh, a, a kitchen scrub, right? right? Like,
0: it's it's so whatever. I did, a, I did a small little bit of research on it, and my wife did too. It's it was at that time in the 1920s. It was this idea that it was like, okay you can, at, right after sex you can squeeze this with hot water all up inside of you that sounds horrendous and you won't get pregnant the thing was like it only worked like 20% of the time so, <laughs> so it's like, like <laughs> it, it was like no different than basically not doing yeah, anything yeah
1: exactly it's like right? let me let me go through all of this horrible uncomfortable terrible Book and and then get none of the benefits. None of the benefit Yeah, no.
0: It was just it was an unknown thing. It's kind. Of, I, I don't know I mean, we still have that in modern times. Like there's the idea. Yeah, I, I guess say. that's
1: true. Yeah, you
0: know. So, but that's essentially what it was. Is it was the idea that oh, you could use this cleaning scrub and it. Yeah. Ugh, that ugh, sounds
1: terrible. Horrible. That sounds terrible.
0: So. Which is kind of funny. We go from this one where she's trying to prevent... I mean, we could, in a way, try to <sighs> say she's trying to prevent a family, right? Yeah,
1: but and especially considering, like... Uh, I'm sorry, going back to the horribleness. Okay. <laughs> it's just, especially considering they show the bottle that she's using of Lysol. And you know that's, like, basically acid. Cause oh, yeah. Like, cleaners back down. in the day were not watered down. Or, yeah, like, mixed it with it anything safe. Snow. You, you know can use it on your hands. <laughs> 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 Leaves you with a fresh piney scent. <laughs>
0: So we go from like I mean because the way what I'm trying to, trying to say is like, she's like um you know she's like okay I'm I'm trying to prevent a family we go from there. To the most to stereotypical I- or not I- Irish uh, Italian, uh, uh, Italian family, family yeah. making <laughs> like, sausage and onions, yeah. and peppers, making the
1: spaghetti, <laughs> talking and in. talking in Italian <laughs> at each other, like yelling
0: at each other, having glasses wa- like, of wine. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie, I bet you that kitchen smells amazing. Oh yeah,
1: I'm sure it does. <laughs>
0: like Capone may be a psychopath, but I bet you he makes a great uh when, ooh that italian, italian on, that, spaghetti. on that bread you know that bread and the garlic bread be, oh my god <laughs> to go over there and get fat
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the capone family is cooking dinner for jimmy uh who's there visiting and um it's like you said real typical yeah um but you kind of get to see the dynamic in capone's family yes where like I said, typical of Italian and even some Hispanic families, me being Guatemalan and understanding the dynamic here um where you know the mother is the the head, and you don't argue with the mother, the mother knows best, right, she's gonna say what's going on, and this mother obviously has a problem with her daughter in law, <laughs> yes, and so she's talking shit to his two. uh, him about his wife in front of her in front of her in italian and she she even mentions like i i don't speak italian but i know they're talking shit about me
0: i know what stupido means or whatever
1: (laughs) so um so it's really typical and um just a really funny scene because of that and um you kind of see that al capone has a little bit more respect for his mother than he does his own wife. Yeah, no, he does. You know, and uh, I don't know. It it shows like maybe there's not a great domestic relationship there between him
0: him and his wife. So I did, I I wanted to talk about it here versus the next time that we talk about Capone's son, just because I think it's better here because the next time of what all's going on. I did a little bit of research actually on his son. So his son is named um, Albert, uh, Albert Francis Capone mm-hmm. Right His son really was death In real life Oh um, Didn't know this Until I was doing some research on it His son really was death Now At this time 1920 His son was only two years old Right Okay So obviously we see the Yeah kid. He's this way is older a little bit older yeah. His son didn't go death Until his son was 10
1: So oh. his son wasn't born
0: death He went death But now How did he go death he went death because, and we've talked about this before, and it's really sad. He went to death because when he was born, he was born with syphilis.
1: Oh. And Member Capone
0: says at one point in the episode, it's from the blood.
1: Yeah. Syphilis yeah. is,
0: it's, uh, I, I don't know if they, yeah, he, he calls his son it.
1: like, oh, yeah, he's all goofy. It's in the blood. It's yeah. in the blood,
0: right? And it's from syphilis. He had a syphilis uh, meningitis infection. Mm. It caused, um, a huge fever and it caused uh not total deafness. I think he was, but he was basically fairly an best. infection, in the an ears, infection probably and ears, like and that yeah, cause it. Right. So real life, it really was happening. The time period of it is a little bit off on it, um, but it's still basically true with like what's huh. going on. So it's, it's something interesting. I found out about yeah. him. But um, I, think,
1: uh, I think
0: the most important part about
1: this scene considering you know his son is deaf is that jimmy is the one that kind of leads al to that realization that his son is deaf because the whole scene al is like oh yeah he's just goofy he's he's crazy i don't know something's wrong with him he doesn't know what's going on with his son which is you know in itself kind of sad and it is like that's your son man like (laughs) you don't know but jimmy being his friend kind of helps lead al to the realization that dude your son is deaf and that's why he He's acts the way, he, way yeah exactly Cause he starts
0: noticing it yeah he starts noticing the little signs and stuff yeah. like that
1: so it's it's kind of a i feel like that's the the main takeaway of that scene is that jimmy is helping al even like yeah. after all the craziness and all the shit that him and al have been through al treating him all like a crazy person yeah Jimmy is still there, like trying to help him out and trying to, you know, help his family.
0: So, right. We get to see. Uh, yeah, we go Lucy to the dress shop. At the dress shop, she's just. I really don't like being her. a I'm solid really,
1: bitch right a, <laughs>
0: I'm gonna say right now, she's being a bitch. <laughs> being like, a
1: solid bitch, like. When she sees asking, Margaret, and she knows exactly what she's doing, <laughs> and she's just. Just trying to dig into Margaret as much as she can. But you got while some she's job, there,
0: and she's like, "I bet you." Then she's like, "I want the whole, yeah, yeah." <laughs> like, like,
1: just everything about it. I want the sluttiest it, lingerie, <laughs> and I want to see it on her. That's it. It's,
0: like, it's just <laughs> disgusting. And so she's gonna try it on. She wants just to trying
1: to belittle Margaret as much as as, as humanly as, possible. As much as possible. Yep.
0: So she goes to um, the dr- the dressing room because she's like, "Well, I want to, I want her to try it on, right?" Now, random thing I noticed about this scene. Okay, this is a little not a. This isn't like a. I'm not nitpicking this. I'm not trying to like take it away or anything like that. I noticed with this scene there was a weird little, the actual camera angles. Okay. So
1: I think this, I noticed that, too.
0: So when you notice Margaret undressing, right, you you see her breast, but you never, you see, never her head, see her. You never see her. Right. Yeah. So I was I curious. That too. I was like, is this really it's her? It's not her. It's not. It's not her. <laughs> it's not her. So I, I was watching and it, it. It does. It actually throws me off. I'm like, OK, wait, there's nudity in this. Yeah. Like, they show nudity, which is strange. Right. You know, because it's not actually her. Yeah. So uh, when we were uh, me and my wife were watching this, and uh, my wife actually looked it up, she actually started a contract in two thousand. The show started in two thousand. I was going to say she must
1: have signed some kind of contract saying that she she wasn't gonna.
0: She started a contract two years before this, where she would not do nudity, and Uh, apparently she wouldn't even be in films if she had to read for a sex scene. And so it is kind of strange that she is in this because she does obviously have sex scenes. Right. If you know, they don't have any graphic sex scenes with her so far, at least. I I don't remember as it goes along if there is any. Right. But so far, we actually haven't seen any actual sex. Scene. We, right. We've got the hint she's had sex. Yeah. But we haven't seen any actual sex scenes with her. So, yeah,
1: I kind of noticed that, too. And it, it's I don't know. Like you said, considering the show and how they've been filming it so far, it did kind of, it, it it was kind of a cut from it was weird from the yeah it, it was a little bit odd but you know they handled it well I guess you no know, they did as, it was well just well kind of it just kind of threw me off yeah while I was it watching
0: it yeah me too um, we get to see then uh, Lucy's like berate like you like you're saggy or whatever yeah like,
1: you don't, don't wear know. a bra yeah
0: <laughs> so. We get to hear the best. I was, I was, they, I just. Oh,
1: dude, Margaret fucking owned she her. tells her
0: this little story, <laughs> and you can tell. And as she's telling it, I'm in my head, and I imagine you're the same way. Like, she's, like, halfway through the story, and I'm like, I already know what she's going to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Lucy's like, moves. go on. Yeah, go, what Lucy's dumbass doesn't <laughs> like, understand. She doesn't know at she's all. She's getting
1: served up right
0: now. <laughs> so she literally gives her probably the best burn. Yep. In the entire like so far, this is probably the best insult because she w- didn't see it coming. Yeah. Everyone else would have saw it, and then she's literally asking for it. Like she's yeah. literally saying, "Go ahead and give me the yeah. answer." What are go you ahead and roast talking me. about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I was like, this is pretty good. So she's, yeah. Yeah. She's telling her, you're not, you're not special. anymore."
1: Yeah. you're old news, you're, <laughs> you're nothing. I'm taking over.
0: <laughs> so she leaves is quits, decides she doesn't want to be in this anymore. Yeah. And... After this
1: whole ordeal. Yeah. She just goes out and says, I, I fucking quit. I'm done. I'm
0: done. Goes and um, Nucky gets her into this, uh, moves her and the kids into this really nice, amazing house. Like I'm jealous. I want it, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, this really nice house. You can tell she's like kind of blown away by it, right? Yeah. That she's she knew that Nucky had money, but I think I don't think she knew how much money he really had. Yeah, probably not. And they're in this brand new house. You can tell nobody's lived there. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No. Like it's like because it, it, you can tell he's not living there. Like this isn't his yeah. house he lives at, and it's this amazing, immaculate house. It's got you know all the furniture and yeah, everything.
1: Yeah, I mean she doesn't know what to do with herself now no. that she's in this house because I mean she lived in a what two room house, townhouse that she shared both I walls. Think it, I think it may have been
0: a what? One- yeah, a two room. No, yeah, yeah. Two it room. was like
1: the kitchen, living room, and a bedroom, and a bedroom. She yeah. the bed with the kids. So yeah, yeah no, and yeah. now yeah, even um uh, it. Um, what's his name? Eddie. Eddie. Eddie mentions like each kid has their own room. Yes. And she's like,
0: what? And then there's the master bedroom, the master bath. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like I said, I'm jealous. I want to live in this house. Look yeah, at, right? Look at those floors. Dude, Solid the hardwood wood. floors are like for real.
1: Did you see the crown molding? Chip and My Joanne God.
0: would not, they would do so many wonders <laughs> with this house. You don't even understand. It's already good if you get them they just take out the These walls. are period pieces. Oh my my god. god.
1: Open up. Look at okay, Make no it but seriously though. That fireplace mantle. right? Holy shit, that's intricate. <laughs>
0: uh so yeah anyway we can be on this for a it while is. the transition is nice for this because does he tr- does uh mr thompson treat you nice and he's like he's a very nice man he's <laughs> a very nice man and then it switches to uh Him mr just-
1: thompson talking to lucky just believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah earlier in the episode um nucky kind of in his own mind made the connection that because, um, uh, the guy that robbed him was a quote Dago looking guy <laughs> that, uh, uh, that of course it was uh, lucky that had something to do with it. So he pulls him in to interrogate him about yeah. who stole his money.
0: And, um, I, <laughs> you see how Nucky is like, he says, he's like, maybe I want to come down to the ocean. My ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you pay to look into my, yeah, ocean. <laughs> exactly. He
1: owns all of this. And, um, yeah, they of course have Eli there to be his muscle. Um but um it's
0: interesting that when he insults Jillian, Nucky and Eli both, and it's not just yeah. Nucky, you notice even Eli is like no, you don't. Yeah, talk and about that's what her. I was about to
1: say is that I think the, main, the the biggest point here was that um once Lucky says anything about Jillian, It sets them both off, and it's like, why is this? Why is Jillian such a huge set off? Like, we already know that Nucky and Jillian have some kind of history, right? uh, From I think episode three, Um, they meet in that uh, tarot card readers club or whatever. Um, So, you know, they have some kind of history, but I still don't know what that is, and it's odd to see both Eli and, and Nucky get set off. They're, by, but yeah, they're both
0: like you by
1: just a word. And that's from, the thing they even Lucky. say they even
0: say you can sleep with her,
1: right? That but don't fine. you fucking talk you bad about like, her? Do not talk bad
0: about it, yeah. right? <laughs> which I think like they're like they're like she's allowed to do what she wants, whether we agree with it or not. Yeah, which is weird the way they even were like whether we agree with it or not, she's allowed to do this, right? You know, like why wouldn't she be allowed to do like right? right. <laughs> but. And so, of course, once he,
1: once Lucky mouths off, Eli's on him, like, choking him out. Yeah. And uh, they're doing their gangster thing, you know, trying to uh, intimidate him, which I guess... It works. It works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works, because once Eli, you know, lets off his baton that he's choking him with, Lucky, you know, backs down and is like, I'm sorry I even, you know, yeah. said anything. So, um, you know, we get to see Nucky and Eli in their, in their gangster mode, which... Um, Hasn't happened since. uh I it's guess. been a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's it, been well, a and it's, bit. You
0: can see they're working together. Like obviously, because the last episode, you know, they're yeah, we saw there was
1: a rift between them. So yeah, here we see them back together and doing their thing and being very effective very, doing so.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Eddie, once they're done, uh, once they're done choking out Lucky, um, somebody starts banging on the door
0: just as loud <laughs> as possible. <laughs> Eddie's and Eddie storms like, in, <laughs> knocking like a man. I love how he comes in; he's just, his chest is like so like puffed out. And he's like, Mr. Schroeder is impressed." <laughs> and he's just like, and Nucky's
1: like, and I, "Good, <laughs> yeah." Well, and Nucky's like, "What the fuck are you doing, banging on my door like that?" And he's like, "You, you said, you said, knock like a man."
0: <laughs> and he's like, "I didn't say knock it off the hinges." Yeah. Like, it's, it's still not right. <laughs> That shit was so funny when I first saw that. <laughs> I fucking love Eddie. <laughs> so we get to see Jimmy um writing a
1: letter. Yeah, he's in his room by himself writing a letter and um
0: uh, he's being a good he's being a dad. He's, he's being, being a dad. good he's yeah. trying to be a husband. He is basically saying, Hey, I know I I I abandoned him, right? That's right. what he did. He's I abandoned him. So he's
1: sending money back to he's his family. He's sending
0: money to like, hey, here's something to help you out.
1: Right. I, I... I hate that I know <laughs> that his wife cheated on him and that his son might not be his son. But his son might be the son of, of Vincent. Price. Fucking Vincent Price Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, whatever. That's a it's. <laughs> He's, he's doing the right that. thing. He's doing, yeah, I can't tell him that. I can't call him, so he, he's doing the right thing.
0: <laughs> he's so he's, but he's in the room. He's being, like I said, he's being a good dad. I think he's being a good dad. He's be, he's being a good. He's trying to be a good husband. He's. I'm not saying he's a good husband. I'm not saying he's a good dad. He's trying. That. He's He's trying. doing what he can yeah. in this situation. He's at least sending money. And but granted, that's all he's doing. He's not right. there in his son's life. He's not there in his wife's life, and all right. that. He's trying to do something. I feel, and the, he gets
1: interrupted.
0: Th- he gets interrupted by one of the uh, one the of the employees? other girls. We'll say employees. The the, the,
1: the, girls. the girls. The girls
0: comes in and it's <laughs> basically like, "Hey, you're sitting in here a lot by your-. like right. they, they're worried about him,
1: right? Because yeah, I mean, he's been there for months now, I'm yeah. sure, and he's become part of this operation. They yeah. all know him, and so." She comes in asking him, like, you know, come out here, just just come hang out with us like you used to, whatever. Um, he obviously doesn't feel up to it, but she does hand him free air back. Right. Uh, which, I guess. Um, was in her room. Was in, yeah, was in her room. Ugh, I can't.
0: Or remember. no, 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 or left it in her room, I think is what she said. I think she said she let me borrow it or something like that. Right.
1: Um, um,
0: it's a free air is the name of it. Right.
1: Which is the book that he's been carrying with him since he left? Uh, yes, uh, the boardwalk to Chicago.
0: Which I would say it's about it, but you know about right about the uh, yeah to going trip, to California, to California and all right? That. And
1: so obviously this is uh, a connection to um, help me out. What's her name? Oh, to Pearl. Pearl, thank you. Uh, so obviously this is his connection to Pearl um, because Pearl was wanting to go out west, become a yeah. movie movie star. And uh, that got taken from from her and from him, and um, so you know he starts reminiscing, looking at the book, and he starts flipping the, through the pages, and this little bookmark falls out. That's like an ad for oranges or something like that. But yeah,
0: Pearl, which was remember he was making it was yeah he was, yeah, she he was, was, was making was oranges, oranges and right. all of that, yeah. and um,
1: so again this is just another like memento morte for him that pearl was taken from him by these you know italians right No? irish irish sorry by these irish guys that are you know the uh, what is his name i can never remember sheridan sheridan <laughs> that pearl was taken by sheridan and it's just killing him inside and so he opens his drawer and Sees his dog tags from war and puts them back on. And at that point, it's just like, you know, he is, he's switched off yeah. civilian mode and he's right back into fucking murdering motherfuckers mode.
0: I think it's that. And I think he's willing to put on, I think it's a mix of two things. I think one, it's he's putting on the dog tags because he. Is he's like no? I'm a soldier now. This is what I'm gonna do. But I think it's also he knows that I could die, and I want them to know who I am. Like he that, knows because yeah, that's that, why you wear dog tags, yeah, right? They right. can identify the body. Yeah, I think that's he just also doesn't ka-
1: care anymore. He doesn't
0: care at all. I think that's also kind of it. That he's like, hey, I may be killed tomorrow by the right. Irish. Who knows? Or or Capone, right? Right. Like, I think he's willing to like he knows that, and so he's putting them on because he's like, no, I gotta wear these. Yeah. That's what I think it is, but it's, it is a powerful scene because we get to see that that's what he's, he's a finally switch switched. has
1: obviously, yeah, happened in his mind and he's, uh, he's someone else now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go on a quick little break. Uh, we're going to be learning about some fun contra, uh, contraceptions from the 1920s from Lysol to, um, all kinds of crazy things. So, When we come on back we'll be doing a little more (laughs) you're getting (laughs) not excited about that break.
1: The fucking Lysol baggy. No thank you.
0: So pine saw. So when we come on back, we'll be doing a little bit of chin wagging and we'll see y'all then. Contraception of the nineteen twenties. Lambskin had been the go-to method for men, with new rubber condoms being invented in 1843. Margaret Sanger published the pamphlet Family Limitation in 1914 and attempts to educate women on birth control and how to take control of their sexuality. She also opened the first birth control clinic and distributes diaphragms to women seeking forms of birth control. The first form of an IUD was invented in 1929 called Grafenberg's Ring. It was a silk ring wrapped in silver wire and inserted into the uterus. I hope you learned a little something about contraceptions used in the 1920s. Let's get back to chain wagging.
1: Apparently those feel real nice, but... (laughs) They're expensive now, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> and on that note, we are back. That's, uh, that's, that's
1: sheepskin condoms, by the way.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, y'all learned a little bit about 1920s contraception. Uh, that was an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to get right back into it. Uh, we get to see Agent Michael Shannon going to pay a visit to the Widow, <laughs> the widow Schroeder, I yeah. think is what he always refers yeah, to. Yeah, the her Widow app. Schroeder. Refers to her as uh, kind of funny. This neighborhood is so poor, kids are literally kicking cans for fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally playing a... kick the can, right?
1: <laughs> that was a point that me and my wife focused on whenever we were watching the episode, that, like, they are literally playing kick the can. <laughs> it's <just> so poor.
0: <laughs> um, he's meeting with her neighbor
1: who... Well, he he goes and knocks on her door, and her nosy ass neighbor comes out.
0: <laughs> well, who used to babysit for then. Yeah,
1: yeah, she used to babysit, and then she comes out to uh, tell him that she's not there anymore, that they've moved, right, and and, and that she's a whore. And
0: that she's a whore. <laughs> That's pretty much all she gets. At it. And like, I do like how he when he like asks her something, and she goes, "And what's your name, Mrs. Like makes the <laughs> point, like I'm Mary. Like, he's yeah. Like, what? What? <laughs> Oh, and she's a whore, and then she
1: walks back into her house, <laughs> flicks her cigarette.
0: Um, we go from there to the big scene of the episode.
1: Yeah, which, uh, I mean, uh, opening up, uh, you you kind of get the feeling something's going down in the scene because it's it's been leading up to it for yes. a couple episodes now. Um, this is with. I told you, man, Sheridan, Sheridan, <laughs> I told you, I I would never remember, but well, here's today, You don't have to. So. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Shaw sh- spoilers. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we go to this, uh, this meeting that Sheridan uh, is having with, uh, Grant Torino and Jimmy <laughs> and, and <laughs> Capone and Capone and, um, you know something's going down right now because, like I said, the previous episodes have been leading up to this. Yes, there's been back and forth between these two groups for control over Greek Town, right? Um, and so you just know, you know, you know, you know something's exactly. Happening. Yeah,
0: you know that like something's going to be happening. Um, that. I didn't, I didn't think that what happens we'll – we'll get into it. I didn't think that what actually happens was going to happen. I was no, kind of. Thr- I, I was definitely thrown yep. off. They're showing up. You can tell they're nervous. Um, they're checking him in. I like what he says, though, when he even goes. He's like, if I wanted to kill you, I would have done it before you got in the door. Right. And he even says, he's like, I'm packing. All of us are. He's like, but you're not. Right. And I do like that because he's saying – you can see he's like, I'm willing to work. I'm willing right. to work with y'all. I'm willing to sit there and have which a discussion. Which is like,
1: surprising, considering... I mean, just thinking about all of the uh, all of the movies and shows that, in my lifetime, I've ever seen. I feel like I was expecting like just a massacre of Gran Torino and Al and, and right. Jimmy. I felt like they were just going to get killed. But like you said, Sheridan is willing to work with them, which caught me by surprise because like, really he, even I after all of this you're still and, like okay let's work together let's because make this I happen think he
0: knows that him and him and are, are i think in the they're in the same mindset they don't want a bloodbath right right they right. don't they would rather try to yeah they're, they're both hey i'm willing yeah. to lose a little bit of money here yeah you're right to make sure I'm making money for a much longer period of time, and right. I don't want to lose people if I don't have. I mean, hell, he even says he is like talking about the way uh, uh, the, the I, I told him to pick out a horror or whatever. But he even like apologizes for it, right? Which was kind of a surprise. And I and I like Jim's like Jimmy's like, well, I wish the other guy would have been here or whatever. And he's like, I'm speaking for him. Yeah, But he does apologize, which was kind of a surprise. I wouldn't expect that from him, right? right. Like, hey, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sorry she got killed, injured, or whatever. You played that game. Right. He could have easily said that, but he doesn't. He actually takes a different road. Yeah. Different. James has his, um uh what do, he, what do you want to call A uh, trench knife is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, James has his trench knife. At, now, do you think that he intentionally meant to bring it in or not?
1: Yes. You do think he did. I mean, yeah, the, the entire thing was planned, and that's why you kind of you get a sense of Jimmy's genius. Because, I mean, throughout the series so far, everyone has said, like, this kid is a genius. He's so smart. Right. He went to Princeton, for fuck's sake. Like, this guy is super smart. Right. So this... He absolutely planned every part of this.
0: So you think he it meant for him to see? Oh, meant it, yeah. it For the guy to see it and it yes. it for everything.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Huh?
0: Yeah. That's Jimmy, Jimmy planned every
1: part of this. Really. And that's why Torino is so impressed with him because he he did every step of the way. Jimmy was in control of what was happening. Really. Yep.
0: Okay. No, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I didn't think about that. And then he asks even about the uh, the skull cracker end of it and stuff like yeah,
1: that. yeah yeah uh, Sheridan finds his knife and they they take it away from him and yeah he starts playing with the skullcracker <laughs> <So, laughs> which is which is a big point at the bottom of the knife which it's a big it's a big solid piece of iron yeah that you,
0: hit. I, you hit someone at the top of the head I and assume a
1: skull they were open. using it to crack skulls
0: no, it was literally <laughs> cra- it was literally used for literally cracking skulls but um, in a trench like that's – yeah
1: but <laughs> even even here. I am super surprised at Sheridan's reaction because all he does is take the knife and say, I'm keeping this and they go on with their conversation. Yeah. I feel like at this point, like if you were, if you were suspecting these guys of trying to fucking kill you over this deal, this would have ended right there. Right, But he didn't end it. They continued and they started talking again about what they're going to do. It was super surprising to me that that happened. Um, It's, fortunate for our uh, for our you know I guess heroes that that's what that, that 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 was the
0: case but yeah it was it was a really really shocking it was to strange me. it was in a way they basically were killing themselves by being kind to them right right I mean that's literally what it was if if he, if he had as he whoa, said whoa, whoa, maybe I fucking
1: slipped. spoilers man
0: oh damn it <laughs> Had he really, like, cut Jimmy's throat like he said he was going to, none of this would have happened. Yeah, exactly. Right? They had every opportunity, but they showed kindness. And I guess it's kind of funny because it's like, hey, we're showing sympathy to them.
1: Right. That's These guys are be, not returning the favor. they not at all. Because so- <laughs> they leave the meeting. And uh, when they go to get their coats back from the uh, the coat check girl, turns out it's uh, it's this girl that Jimmy was talking to in his room when he was by himself. Right. And um, of course, at that point, you know something's going down, and uh, Jimmy pulls a gun.
0: Okay, now this I wanted to talk about real quick. Okay, I'm going to get into like some weird history on this. Okay, so the gun Jimmy pulls out. Um, I did some research on this, as you know. I'm very into the firearms industry you know and stuff like that. Yep. I know. I know. I know. I'm not going to call myself a firearms expert. I know a lot about But guns, I'm an though. expert. But I'm an expert. No, I'm not. I'm not an expert. Um, but I do know a lot. I've worked in the firearm industry for several years. Uh, w- worked in law enforcement, as I said, for several years. I was a firearms instructor for uh, quite a while. Um, I-, I know a fairly good amount. Right. right. So <clears throat> the gun Jimmy pulls out is a 1903 Colt. Okay? Now, it was a it was what they called the 1903 Colt hammerless okay so 1903 fits in the timeline huh, right absolutely right. perfect okay the 1903 Colt hammerless was invented and uh, designed by John Browning John Browning is the godfather of firearms okay modern mm-hmm. firearms modern firearms John Browning's John Browning the 1911 I was going to say 1911 that, right? is the one okay John Browning is the godfather of all modern uh, firearms. Right. <clears throat> now, John Browning also designed another gun in 1903. There was wow. the Effin Herschel 1903. Okay. The and Herschel 1903 is almost identical in appearance to the Colt 1903. Other than the Colt 1903 is a little bit smaller. It's a smaller caliber gun. Uh-huh. Um, the um, Herschel took a... I believe a 380, if I remember right, Um, the 380 round and the um, Colt, I believe, took a little bit smaller. It was like a random nine millimeter version of a nine millimeter, like a nine millimeter, like twelve or something like that. I could get get super into it, right? Anyways, but it's a smaller gun, smaller barrel, smaller design, but it's almost identical in appearance. If I pull them up and I show you them next to each other, you would be like, "Oh, I can see where they're almost identical, except the Colt is a smaller brother, right?" So that gun he pulls out, right? Colt, 1903. The gun used to assassinate Franz Ferdinand that started World War I, effing 1903. Oh, nice. So <laughs> him using the smaller brother of that gun, you're igniting a war is the way I took it. Oh,
1: uh, okay.
0: Now- Nice. Do, do I think that they were really thinking all that when they were doing it? Probably, <laughs> Probably not, right? It's probably not it. But when I was watching, I was like, I, in my head, I'm like, but you're the only
1: of, gunner that would have noticed that. I would
0: have <laughs> probably it. But it was interesting to see that because that was an odd choice huh. of a gun for him to get. Because we see Jimmy at other times carrying a 1911. We right. see Jimmy at other times carrying uh, Colt revolvers. Right. Right. Yeah. This is one yeah. of the only times you ever see him with this firearm. That's I was funny. like, man, this is interesting.
1: I think you're the only person in the world that knows. Probably. <laughs>
0: probably, I'm probably I'm connecting things that don't match and all that. But for me, as a gun person, as a gun nerd, it was very cool to see that. And like I said, it was also this would have also been a very popular gun at that time for people to carry because it was a, a mo- it was during it was the a, time it during was, the time it was, it was a out, modern yeah. firearm, right? And so it was a popular item. Okay. Um, nice. So yes, so there are just. Slinging lead into these people. Yeah, basically
1: they unleash on on uh, all of these dudes, the Irish, and they send a message saying, you know, we we fucking own Greek Town. Yes,
0: this yeah, no, no, literally, now. like literally.
1: Yeah, he we murdered <laughs> everyone else, so we own Greek Town now.
0: That's what he said. He like puts the gun to his chin and he b- blows his. Yeah, head just yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what he was saying, this is the big contrast. It's graphic this this is yeah
1: this is like i said Other at the beginning of the episode line? this is one of the more shocking uh, shocking scenes of yeah. of the entire season so far
0: and they just walk out and drive off yeah like just it's
1: fine yep we did this let's go and <clears> they just leave this scene <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we go from there to uh margaret and nucky they're being i guess you would call like a real married couple right now um, he's talking about seeing the great, what, her, was it Hardine? Yeah, her, the great Herdine? Hardine. Hardine. So they're, I don't who know, the that's f- the way I look at who it. Who
1: is Hardeen? Hardine,
0: yeah. He's his brother, just as good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> H- Houdini's brother.
0: <laughs> so they're being, I don't know, that's the way I look at it. They're being a married couple. He even says something about her being in the bathroom a long time. Well, we know what she's in there for. Yeah, yeah. Um, the pine saw. <laughs> pine saw. <salt. laughs> soul in her insides (laughs) so we get to see that she that they're they're trying out this new life together he's he is trying to be a i think a good husband a good father um and then i wouldn't say all that i think
1: it's just the the lust they have between each other they're you know being very a uh, lovey dovey with each other because
0: it's a fresh
1: new thing, I think.
0: So it's like it's still in the honeymoon phase. Right. And all that. Right. Yeah, I guess I could say that. Yeah, you're right. We get to see this. so he's inviting her out saying we're gonna go tonight, we're gonna see this. And I do like what he even says the last line is uh, I bet he, he plays the disappearing act with the the dinner tab or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that was kind of funny. Uh from there it goes back to um Capone they're having their big Celebration Dinner I guess of what Just happened
1: right right. They're
0: drinking their uh, Torrio Is basically talking About how, how wonderful James is It's a You know it's a private party and all of right. that And You get to see Capone getting jealous
1: Yeah I mean you know uh- like we were talking about earlier, um, Tario is kind of taking more of a shine to Jimmy because yes. he's a little bit more level-headed. He's planned all these things. He's he's making things happen. Um, so here, after everything goes well for them, Tario is you know giving props to Jimmy in front of everybody. No, that was the big one yeah. when he
0: kisses him. Capone doesn't like that. Yeah, in, 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 obviously Irish. Or not? Sorry, sorry. um, um, Italian and stuff like that. Oh yeah,
1: that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Like your your
0: family. Yeah. Right. And as even says, Mick. Remember, Jimmy's Irish. Yeah. So he's taking an Irish in his family. That's a big deal to the uh, Italians. Right. So
1: and he's being you know brought into this world. He's being accepted, and of course, Al has a problem with that. So he has to start trying to cut him down. And, uh, you know, he uh, we go back to uh, – we talked about it before in a previous episode um, about how Al tries to uh, fit himself into the same kind of situation, yes. you know, that Jimmy had in the war. Like he knows anything about what he went through. Right. um But he, he tries to make it seem like he knows and he, he tries to make fun of him for, uh, I don't know, being – well, he's basically is war? calling him a
0: coward. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's saying like he was like um he pissed because I shot a gun next. Yeah. to Yeah, he's basically he's calling him a coward. Yeah, essentially, and and Jimmy's kind of like no, like as Jimmy have also no remembers fucking clue. Like Jimmy also <laughs> remembers you're the one that b- cowered out at the initial. Remember, Capone was the one that froze when they were yeah first during that pe- whole episode one.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's and, the one that freaked out and started exactly. shooting and yeah.
0: James isn't talking cool. about that. You know? Right. So he know and I and I think he that's why he's trying to be like I don't want to fully insult him, but I want to basically tell him, Hey, don't don't talk about me like that. Right.
1: Right. So yeah, I think uh Jimmy was checking Al and uh Al obviously did not like that.
0: No. We get to see them going to uh, Nucky and the governor talking. Yeah, uh, they're having their date that they set up. Yeah. To talk about the... I think he even says at one point in us, i like, we'll have, what, one road through Jersey or something yeah. like a threat. Um, it's just kind of your standard. I would call it like politics, you know, because I think, what is it, uh, the governor's Democrat and Nucky yes, is Republican. Republican. Yep. So... <laughs> He even says in it though that, and I wish I could remember his name. Um, it was it wasn't Harrison, uh, the the senator from the previous episode with the uh, the Pims cup, right? He's basically saying at this point he's not who you think he is, right? Right. right? He's trying to
1: give him a warning, like don't don't latch onto this guy's coattails because they're not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere, right? Like, um. So I think uh, I think that kind of solidifies a bit of a relationship between these two, uh, between Nucky and this uh, governor. They they start celebrating the night together um, on level ground.
0: Yeah. Uh, From there, we get to see that um, uh, James is in his room alone. He's reading. I think he's kind of in a way going back to his older self, somewhat. I think he's still the military guy. I mean, he's got like a bottle of whiskey. He's got his gun and stuff like that. But remember, his wife talked about. We used to talk about books. I think he's trying in a way to get back to somewhat that personality. But I mean, also I at that, that. there's not TV back then, so I mean, right. it's not like you could watch TV. So, but yeah,
1: you're right. I mean, he is. Uh, his, you're right. His background is intellectual. He. Like I said before, he's considered a genius. He's.
0: Yeah, he was going to law school right. and all of that.
1: So, yeah, you're right. I, I did not think about that at all. That he's maybe just trying to spend time alone to. Yeah. Get back to that kind of lifestyle where that's he's reading thinking. more and, I mean, you know, I being know. more like intellectual.
0: I, said, I don't know. But th- yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Huh. But uh, of
1: course, you know, he gets a knock on the door and he's, you know, he snaps right back into gangster mode and yeah. being. Very, very cautious
0: of what's happening. And we see it's Capone, who... (laughs) Jimmy's still even scared. Yeah, yeah, because when he walks in, yeah. He pulls out the brown bag and Jimmy, like, flinches. Yeah. I'm just like, wait, first off, Capone's honestly lucky he doesn't have a hole in him. Yeah. Because he's lucky James just flinched, which either means, one... That means two, like two things. Either one, James is a horrible self-defense person and he flinches versus <laughs> pulling the trigger, or two, he's that good of a self-defense person that he saw that he didn't not pull the trigger so automatically. The trigger. Yeah. Knowing James, I'm actually going to go with the latter. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> we get to see a side of Capone in this that changes for uh, now. I, I want to go into this through two parts. Okay, I yeah. want to go into this through two parts. Yeah. We see a side of Capone one. He's saying, you know, don't insult me in front of the boys like this right. and all that. Okay, fine. So he's what what is it? He's the like I said, he's the person he's demanding respect. He he doesn't believe in earning right. respect, he demands it. We then get to see that he talks about his son in a way that right. is not what we were expecting. Like he yeah. knows. He like I ta- said,
1: this is this is like a double-edged sword of uh of Al Capone's character that like you said, I mean, he he's trying to stick up for himself, telling, telling Jimmy, like, don't fucking talk about me like that again in front of everyone. But right. thank you, because like I said earlier, Jimmy's the one that kind of steered Al into the direction mm-hmm. to show him that, like, dude, your son's deaf. That's why he's acting the way he acts. And here we get to see the pay the payoff of that, and Al Capone realizes like you helped me out, my son is deaf, and, and I would never about, like, have gone that direction had you not helped me out with that and it's uh, it, it's kind of a
0: <laughs> when he even says like now he's like he even says like we put a, we put his hand on my throat when we're right. singing songs, and you can tell he likes it right and
1: he just can't hear it.
0: He just can't hear it. But you see, like he's like he doesn't think his son is a quote unquote a dumbbell or whatever right he called right. them. That you you're seeing a more sympathetic side yeah. to him, and then in true pomp fashion. He goes from talking about his son in this very like loving manner to
1: joking about crazy shit, <laughs> to
0: talking about a guy's head getting blown yeah.
1: off. <laughs> and that's why it's like it's kind of hard to like sympathize with him sometimes because you know the guy's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, because he like, and, and he's not the one that like. And I'm not trying to like put things on this, but he's not the one that killed Sheridan. Right. Remember, he's like, what is what is the Sheridan and the uh, a flat beer and the common? They have no head. Yeah. James is the one that killed the guy. Right. And James is even like, what the f- what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Like, what what? <laughs> it's I don't, I don't dude, he's so nuts. it's
1: it's hard it's hard to to read his character because you know on one side he's trying to get closer with Jimmy he's trying to make amends for the shit that happened in the party earlier but on the other hand he's He's still fucking crazy ass Al Capone.
0: (laughs) 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 It's hard to read his character. (laughs) It's crazy. Go from (laughs) crazy out to the, um, I guess the whorehouse again. Um, it's, I don't know what, I don't know where this is. I don't know. Um, I guess this is at the, maybe at the dinner club. I don't know where this is. Honestly, I have no clue. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's, it's Nucky. Yeah. Nucky
1: with the governor. And, um, Obviously, Nucky is uh, trying to take the governor out on the town and show him a good time because he's trying to get all this money for his uh, infrastructure deal for his highway.
0: So he's taking him to like a a brothel. I would assume that's what it is. A brothel, right? They're in like the VIP room or something like that. They have champagne. Yeah. um, Oysters. And... uh, like, what, a, a naked woman playing the ukulele for a him, loot
1: or some shit? I don't something. Know I, was, <laughs> I
0: guess I don't know if it'd be a ukulele. No, I
1: think it is a ukulele. <laughs> OK, I don't know.
0: Um, and they're still having their business talks. Uh, did think it was kind of interesting. One of the things that uh, the governor says is that bosses are here to stay and that they're bosses. They're different than the other people. Um, right. Did you ever watch uh, House of Cards?
1: Yeah, well, first season. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's a um, there's a not that it won't spoil anything, but as House of Cards goes along, there's this one character I I, um, I can't I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He used to be in politics, and he left politics to become a lobbyist. Okay, lobbyist makes a whole bunch of money. Like that's what he's all right. about. Like, hey, I'm making this kind of money, losing this amazing apartment in Washington D.C. and stuff like that, and um. Uh, Kevin Spacey's character at one point mentions to another person about how he doesn't respect him and they're like but he helped you out and he's like yes he's like he he basically says he did but he chose money over power he's weak and that's how these kind of people look at it like they don't care about the money the money's nice they like having the money but their ultimate concern is about the power they want to be the quote unquote the boss right so it was kind of cool seeing that like and I imagine, like I said, back then, it was probably the same that it is now. I mean, oh, if yeah. not worse, if not yeah. worse.
1: We've made parallels before in other episodes that, like, when it comes to politics, like, it's it's kind of the same still. It, oh, I guarantee you it is. Yeah. The, the Things still work the same in politics.
0: So we get to see that he's Nucky's with some adult company
1: <laughs> well yeah you know like i said he's he's trying to show the governor a, a good time and um, this naked lady that he was with mm-hmm. starts coming on a nucky and we don't you know we don't see directly that nucky is like playing into the situation right but we kind of get the feeling that yeah he's he's, he's totally yeah, yeah he's totally go
0: going in on it so so it goes from there to uh margaret getting a call she's got her kids she's waiting on him because they're supposed to be seeing the uh yeah the she's supposed Hardine. to yeah
1: go on a date with nucky to go see hardeen
0: and we find out that it's not gonna happen right it, um Eddie's calling saying that he won't be able to make it he doesn't say why and then another lady comes over with her two kids well yeah
1: and that's and that's the thing is that like the uh the babysitter that that um is there to take care of Margaret's kids even says like oh yeah i take care of all the girls kids
0: (laughs) it's like all the girls what what
1: the fuck does that mean and then yeah this this other this other lady shows up with her kid and it's like let me throw this in let me throw my kid into the into the mix just she can watch him too
0: yeah and it's like
1: you know yeah like coming from our perspective it's like what the fuck are they talking about and then it turns out that the 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 other lady kind of gives up that all of the women that live on this block.
0: Are concubines. Uh, yeah,
1: are concubines. They're so a I mean, they're yeah, like a kind they're of mistresses. A mistress. Yeah.
0: Which is weird to me, though, because I'm like, wait, but Nucky's not married. Right. So it's like, wait, so how can she be a mistress? Because remember uh, a couple episodes ago, I'm talking about Lucy as a mistress. And I'm like, wait, right. No, that's not right. right. Exactly. That's not the problem. Because, yeah, her. I mean,
1: yeah, his wife died. So it's not like... Right. She's so, a mistress, per se.
0: But it's also, I like guess, basically like solidifying in her head and what uh, Lucy was saying, he's going to get tired of you. Right. Right? It's just you're there for one little thing and one little thing right. only, and then that's it. But then she, just says, what is it? she goes, is this the three-bedroom? <laughs> yeah, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, so the woman's like, oh, he must really care for you. Right. But then that kind of... That kind of lends back to um, something I said in the previous episode when um, when Nucky walks out of the uh, the Irish dinner and there's like press and, and the Women's League and everything like that going on, the Temperance League. And um, I kind of said, like, well, after all of that, Nucky hooks up with Margaret and I'm like, is this like a self-indulgent thing? Right. Is, is Nucky hooking up with her because he really cares for her? Or is this because he's just trying to stifle any more action right. like what she did with the Temperance League to to bust his dinner with the Irish uh, group that he was having dinner with? Right. So this kind of adds to that. like.
0: What is the real? What is the real in the game? Yeah, yeah. That, what? Not, it, not the in game. That's what is the right
1: actual right. nature of the relationship yes. between Nucky and Margaret right now? Is he does he really care for her, or is he doing all of this because he just wants to stifle any more action from her with the Temperance League to bust knows that, his operation? She like very,
0: <laughs> like she's willing to rat him out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I I don't know. Like I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. You know, and obviously we're going to find out more as it goes along, Uh, but it's a very good question to wonder. So we go from here to um, Agent Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. With the... um, Being
1: a real creep.
0: This is beyond... No, this (laughs) is beyond real creep. This is... (laughs) Stalker, stalker. You're <laughs>
1: stalking the shit out of Margaret right now. Out of
0: Margaret, I mean, he's pulled her immigration file. Yeah, he's looking shit at that, that immigration shit that has nothing
1: to do with his actual job at no. all. No,
0: he's just like looking over. Oh, she used to be pregnant, and then oh, she had a miscarriage. She, yeah. Oh, it, like all of that,
1: and then of course the weirdest part, he uh he comes across a picture of her. And then he finds out that this is a picture of her when she was, what, 16?
0: Yeah. Sorry, I just sneezed if you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's
1: like lusting uh, um, over this picture of her. And he finds out it's her, age 16.
0: And then it, like, look on his face. Yeah. It's like, it just, Ugh. like, yeah. But then he's like, wait, I had an immoral thought of a child. Yeah. Like, that's literally
1: what yep. he's thinking. And you don't, yeah. I mean, the following scene kind of tells you that's what he's thinking, but you didn't even have to see that to know. Like, this dude is like, oh,
0: fuck. (laughs) Like, yes. The last scene of Nucky and the governor, they're just, it's debauchery. Yeah, pretty much. uh, From Futurama, the... Uh, did, <laughs> hedonism the bot. Hid- <laughs> <laughs> it's like all I can think Dionysis about. Dionysus the hedonism bot. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly all I can think about. They're just they're like literally pointing to the mouth p- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just what I yeah. imagine. I imagine every day after like senators are done. You know, passing laws in this country. They're like, This is what they do. This is yeah. what they do. They go into these chambers. They they <laughs> go
1: to the hedonism clubs.
0: <laughs> Mahogany laced rooms with champagne and hookers and oysters. <laughs>
1: and of course, yeah, Nucky was trying his hardest to, to not take part. And that and like I said before, it kinda lends to his to the weird back and forth that he has as to whether or not he has actual feelings for margaret or not but he goes ahead and partakes and yes you know the debauchery either way and that's kind of a like damn it dude you were supposed to be the good You're the good bad to guy it. Yeah, damn the it the bad
0: guy that we <laughs> we want to like and damn it
1: but then you go and pull some shit like this
0: <laughs> and we see, yeah exactly and you're leaving her at the house by herself and you're not caring right and, and then you and then you see margaret at the house waiting and yeah you know, the phones waiting her. for a phone call yeah obviously it's not coming right finally the last we get to see is agent michael shannon, agent being michael a shannon real prepping for something creep. <laughs> he moves his wife's pitch her down because she can't see this i guess <laughs> i don't know it's it's very meticulous what he's doing like he lays everything out like very like it's a ritual right like you know you notice the bed he or the belt he's it's smooth next right. to him. he puts the f- uh photo up takes his shirt off and we f- we see these horrible oh, scars all these scars on
1: him. And he's basically the guy from fucking Dan Brown. Uh what the hell is that movie? I was
0: gonna say, I was literally <laughs> about to say that this is literally the Da Vinci Code guy. Da Vinci Code, yeah. Uh, the the uh, albino monk. Yeah, the albino guy. they in there is a I oh I should have looked it up, didn't there's a religious sect of Christianity that believes in this. Yeah. Th- yeah. That uh you have you have to you gotta show, punish yourself. You have to punish yourself for yeah. any sin that you've committed. Yep. And he keeps looking at the photo Because he has to punish himself to the point where he can't For
1: having impure thoughts about this photo. And yeah, he's just beating the impure thoughts out of himself with this belt. Yeah. That's
0: that's another... Yeah, we'll get into that discussion.
1: God, that's horrible. Just whipping himself with this fucking belt. It's just...
0: Can't... No. God. (laughs) So we see that that's how the episode ends, is him just whipping himself and whipping himself until the credits. Um... I didn't have anything else. I went over the history a little bit about what I had learned about this episode with Capone's wife. Um, did you have anything else to add? No, not really.
1: Just that, you know,
0: I lost a little
1: respect for for Agent Michael Shannon just now. But <laughs>
0: but he gained it back by just Just himself. this much. <laughs> he, he, he gained it back <laughs> by a beating tiny, himself little bit. back into our respect.
1: I'll never disrespect you, Michael <laughs> Shannon. Just saying that right now.
0: So that was this week's episode. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. Give us a follow on uh, f- on Facebook. It's uh, bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Uh, we also have Instagram uh, bootlegging dot podcast. Um, our amazing Twitter. Like I said, I'm still super happy we got this bootleg underscore podcast. Can't beat it, right? I'll be there. <laughs> and if you find anything that we're saying that's wrong, if you want to add to any of the episodes, feel free to give us an uh, email at bootlegging.podcast at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook or on Instagram. We hope you all are following us. And uh, we really like to hear from all the fans that are involved with this uh, podcast.
1: Though I will say right now, we're, we're never wrong, so don't
0: worry about that. Ever. Never. So... <laughs> Next week, we're going to have a very special episode. It's going to be the very first time where potentially, if everything goes as planned, we're going to have a third host on. We're going to keep it a surprise. Special guest host. Special guest host. Uh, That should be interesting. I can't wait to see how this works out.
1: I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Shikel Hannon.
0: (laughs) You gave it up. You dick. (laughs) (laughs) So until we see you next week, we hope y'all enjoyed it so much and we'll do a little bit bit of chin wagging uh, next week when we talk about the episode Home. Y'all have a good one and enjoy. The sirens ring The shots ring out The stranger cries Screams out loud I had my world was strapped against my back